Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Hey everyone, Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Yeah, baby. Just rocked out. I mean, my goodness, some dynamite classes tonight. And those that are concerned, yes, we're doing social distancing here to keep everybody safe, but I'll tell you what else I'm doing. I am, we're kicking people's butt into shape, helping build that immune system, helping them stay healthy, helping them stay strong. Yes. So what I want to do here today, I want to show you our student creeds, because I want to talk a little bit about um, <laughs> the old saying, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And you see that American flag right there? Yeah. We stand for that, and we say the Pledge of Allegiance before every single class. Now, I've had some people jump on here and tell me that the uh, Pledge of Allegiance has no business in a martial arts studio, and neither does God. Well, you know what? You can believe what you want to believe, and I'm okay with that. But I believe it does, and I'm doing it here. <laughs> Last time I checked, that's my name out there, and that's the way we're doing things. You like it? And I'd love you to be a part of this academy. If not, then no big deal. There's other academies out there. So anyway, there's our creeds, if you can see them up there. What they say is, uh, well, right up there, you got the Tiger Creed. I will believe in myself. I will do my best. I will help others. I am a tiger. I am awesome. That's pretty simple for the little guys, right? But for the adults, the teenagers, and our white belts to start off at six years old, I got some friends popping up on the screen there. Yes, Dave, love you, brother. Thank you. So our creeds, I don't know if you can see them or not, but I'll read them to you. I wrote those, and a normal person <laughs> could have probably done that in a couple months. It took me nine months and a full 200-page binder to get the creeds that I wanted. And the reason for that is I wanted every single word to mean something, specific meaning, to have value, to have merit. So I got the same goosebumps 5, 10, 20 years later as I did the day I finalized them. So I'll read them to you, but you can see them right up there. It says, with courage and confidence, I will believe in myself and always do my best. With honor and integrity, I will stand up for what is right and protect those in need. With strength and perseverance, I will battle through adversity and overcome all challenges. My attitude is everything, and my character is who I am. I'm a martial artist. Boom! How powerful is that? I mean, is that like get you going? Like, yeah! And we say those right after we say the pledge. Come to attention, hand over the heart, we say the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we rock out those creeds. And the words that I'm talking about in the creeds there, if you can still see them, I'll point to them there. You'll notice it says, I will believe in myself and always do my best. It doesn't say try my best, because too often people say, yeah, well, I'll try. I'll give it a try. And you try, you fail, you don't succeed. So what do you do? You give up, right? No. If you say you're going to do it, you're committed to doing it. Trying just gives you an out. I tried. Oh, well. No, doing it, you're committed to do it till you get it right. You're not giving up until you get it right, till you get it done, no matter what it takes. That's a powerful, I mean, that's powerful, right? And then, of course, the next line, honor integrity. I will stand up for what is right and protect those in need. Essentially, which is like my tattoo on my arm is, I don't know if you can see that or not. There it is. 
That fist in there is all about justice and honor and standing up and protecting the rights of the weak and the innocent. Those that can't stand up and protect themselves. Those that don't have the ability to stand up and protect themselves. Yeah, it's one thing to stand up for yourself, but it's a whole other thing to stand up for others. And that's what that fist in my tattoo stands for there. So kind of the next line there, with strength and perseverance, I'll battle through adversity and overcome all challenges. And that was the theme of tonight's class. It doesn't say battle through some challenges, battle through the easy challenges. It says battle through all challenges. And of course, there's tougher challenges that none of us like. I don't like them. Well, I've grown to like them a little bit, but I know those are the ones that I gain the most from. I gain the most strength from, the most perseverance and the strength and, and uh, um, ability to continue driving on. Because one thing's for sure, whatever battles we're fighting today, yesterday, I mean, well, whatever battles we're fighting today, um, we're gonna make, it's going to make us stronger. And then the oncoming battles that we have tomorrow, they're going to be even tougher. Why? Because we've overcome these easy battles from yesterday and today. And that's just kind of how it rolls, right? So strength and perseverance, I'll battle through adversity and overcome all challenges. And then that last little bit, my attitude is everything. And it is. You have a crappy attitude, man. You're not, you know, as Zig Ziglar says, stinking thinking, stinking input, stinking output, Right? And can you do everything with a positive attitude? No, 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 you can't. I mean, a lot of examples are Zig would always talk about uh, Shaquille O'Neal is one heck of a great basketball player and a great rebounder, but Shaquille O'Neal would not be a very good uh, jockey on a horse or a ballerina, right? Regardless how great his attitude is, he, he still, the attitude does not mean you can do everything. But what it does mean is it can make you do everything, and the right attitude can make you do everything much, much better than the wrong attitude. A positive attitude is going to help you do things much better than a negative attitude. So attitude is absolutely everything. You believe in yourself, you do your very best. And that's the two qualities we evaluate on in the academy is attitude and effort. The attitude to do your best and the effort to actually do it. Bang. And then the very last one. My attitude is everything and my character is who I am. My character is who I am. And that is, that's all you have is your character. What do you stand for? And that's kind of what I titled this video. You know, I stand for our creeds. I stand for our black belt principles. And our black belt principles are humility, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, perseverance. Good. So I'm going to walk over here and have a seat. I'm a sweaty mess from uh, some rock star classes tonight. And I want to try and read some of your comments that are coming in. I really appreciate it. Those that haven't seen our studio before, I'll give you a quick little uh, tour it's kind of hard holding this and then looking backwards. But this is our front mat. And then we've got, I'll walk back here for you real quick. Those that don't know the story here, I'll give you a little story as I'm walking backwards. There's our side door and here's our front desk. Um, I'm all, all alone now. Everybody's left. There's our shoe cubby area. In the dark now, look out. Oh. And this is our back mat area. Going for a little journey here. There's our back mat. And then back there, we got a party room. So anyway, this... Uh, um, kind of a symbol of perseverance, well, and some folks know this and some don't, but uh, I used to never talk about this, but I've been bankrupt twice. Uh, I used to be embarrassed because that was a failure, but that's where the creeds come from. I didn't try. I definitely didn't try to go bankrupt. I tried my best to be my best, but I just had no idea what the heck I was doing in regards to uh, business. I always gave my best teaching classes and felt I was always good at motivating and empowering people, but, but I was not a very good business person. Still probably not the best. My wife's the one that handles all the business stuff, and that's, <laughs> that's why we're able to have a studio and academy like we have right now, even battling through this pandemic things going on. So let me, let me check out some of the comments some folks have, have said here. I'll scroll through. I had to put my glasses on. So I got uh, Mr. Uh, Carl's on there. Rick Rents is on there. 
Dave Durham, my buddy Dave. I got a chance to chat with you the other day on the phone, brother. I appreciate it, and thanks for the invite to the, the, the cigar club there. Um, to right, bro, Dave says. And then uh, Jake, uh, or Jason Besserman. Jace, how we doing, buddy? And you're the man, Rich, ever since meeting you as a great young friend. I appreciate that, Jason. I really, they, you, you're, uh, you and your brother uh, and your mom took care of me growing up for, for hockey. You got me to all the games that my parents were unable to get me to, and I'll never forget that, buddy. And uh, Durham says, goosebumps. You're darn right, buddy. Good. I got several other friends watching. My buddy Herbie Bagwell's watching. He's a wonderful human being. Follow him. Uh, Jason, go blues. Absolutely. A fish is a complete failure if you judge it by how it runs or ability, yeah, or how it uh, ability to climb a tree. That's exactly right, sir. Yes, Mr. Durham again, beautiful school. Thank you. Well, good stuff. I appreciate the comments and the, the feedback, and I'll take my glasses off now so I can look into the camera and talk about what I wanted to talk about. Uh, basically, if, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything and unfortunately everything. And uh, the biggest theme and message I talked about tonight in the, uh, during classes was just as sharks can smell the blood in the water, bullies can smell fear. And what do sharks do when they smell blood? You know what they do. They attack, right? Yeah, they attack. And it's not like they take little nibbles. They come in for the full score, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the same thing with bullies. When they smell fear, they smell fear. What are they going to do? They're going to attack. So what I brought on to the students tonight, all about that attitude and effort to always do your best, not Try your best, but do your best. Believe in yourself. And by putting forth your very best effort, very best attitude, I'm going to back up just a little bit so you can see me. Here's an example I give, and I had the students do it tonight, all the way from the youngest kids all the way up to the adults who just finished and the black belts in between there, is I had them do this. Just kind of, hi, uh, hi, uh. And they said, what is that? And I, and I said, Master Grogan's never going to lie to you. I'm going to call you out. I said, terrible, <laughs> weak. Yelling at, because that is terrible. That is weak. That's not putting forth your very best. And you're never going to get any better. Now, my promise is, my guarantee is, you do your best, you'll become your best. If you don't, you won't. It's as simple as that. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You put forth your absolute very, very best, especially at things you don't enjoy doing. You're probably saying, what the heck are you talking about, man? I, I hate doing I hate doing this. I'm not going to put forth my best. Or maybe you're going to say, my boss is a jerk. I ain't giving them any more time than I have to. Don't do it for them. Do it for you. Become the very, very best person you can become. Yeah. And when you become your very best, you're going to stand out in the crowd. And when you stand out in the crowd, man, everybody's looking for somebody that stands out in the crowd. Every employer is looking for an employee like that. Let's see what we got here. Great class and facility. Thank you, Beck. I appreciate you. But yeah, you're going to stand out and you're going to be, I mean, everybody's going to want you. They're going to hire you and you're going to get rid of that jerk boss. But not if you think you're just working for that person. You're working for you. It's your character that you're going to carry with you. And think about this. If you hate doing something, why in the world would you want to do it twice? Meaning, if you hate doing it the first time, man, get it done right so you don't have to repeat it and do it again. So a lot of times kids have to retest for their tip stripes and their belts because we don't just give them out here. Yeah, all I ask is your best. And I don't compare any student to any other student. We have our standards, and that's the best attitude and best effort we talked about before. But just like I showed this, oh, yeah. just doing that nonsense, you're not only you're not going to get any better, but you're disrespecting, yeah, you're disrespecting us here, but the person you're disrespecting the most is yourself. 
Because you know in your heart you're not putting forth your best. And when you don't, and you know in your heart you're not putting forth your best, you don't feel good about yourself. And when you don't feel good about yourself, you're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna be the person you were born to be. You're not gonna utilize your God-given talents. You're not gonna rise up and empower others. And I know there's some days when I, I had to kick my own butt to get out of bed. There's a lot of days like that. I wish there weren't. There are days like, oh, gosh, darn. I gotta go deal with this COVID nonsense again, this pandemic, and our governor is making new regulations and new shutdown requirements. It's exhausting, it's stressful, it's frustrating. But yet, here I'm doing my best to empower others, I gotta remember that. And I'll tell you what, your comments and your feedback would also drive me to keep doing these videos and to keep going. So we're helping each other. I'm giving you all I've got, and you in return are giving me what you got. And how does that work? I mean, that works together, baby. Fist, unity, individuals fail. I, this is a speech I give to sports teams all the time, is that you take this, all individuals working independently, that team's not gonna, it doesn't matter how many superstars are on that team. They're all doing their own thing. However, you take just an average group of, of, of individuals and you clinch them together. Yeah, solid, just like that. Now, it's one strong, solid unit. This is power, this is strength, this is discipline, this is justice, this is honor, this is, this is victory because this is power. All of us working together as a unit. Now if the thumb comes away and then the fingers start coming away, it all breaks apart. But together, we can stand tall, we can stand up for what is right, just like the creeds say and protect those in need. Stand up for the pledge, stand up for the flag. Yeah, you're in a free country for crying out loud. Now, does our country have problems? Absolutely. Every country's got problems, but our country's the best of the best. Why do you think millions and millions of people want to come here every year? Yeah, and of course, I got a deep spot in my heart here. I'm a sweaty mess, goodness gracious. <laughs> Those that have seen my tattoo, yeah, pull out my shirt here. It's the American flag with the eagle and the cross. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. My God, my country, my family, my values. That's basically what it stands for. My father fought honorably, wounded Vietnam vet, and poor guy, he's, he's, had a, um, he's had a rough life. He really has, but he did everything he could for me, and he taught me to be honorable. He taught me discipline. He taught me respect. And a lot of times he taught me with this thing. I sure as heck didn't understand it as a kid, but he did what he could do to be the best dad he could be, the dad that he never had. I didn't understand it. You know, there are times when I didn't like him. I never hated him, but those thoughts would creep into my mind. But I know now, looking back, he did everything he could, the best he could. There's no instruction manual on how to be a dad. There's not. I mean, wham, there's a right hook of reality, and boom, left uppercut of truth. You do the best you can with what you can, and that's what he did. I just got a chance to go visit him yesterday, and uh, <laughs> a little choked up here. He, um, um, I got a 410 shotgun when I was nine years old. Some people are like, what? You got a shotgun when you're nine years old? I grew up on a farm. So that was the, the, that was the thing. I grew up milk. I really had a milk cow, a bale and hay, shovel and horse poop. But anyway, I got a 410 shotgun when I was nine years old. And uh, we were over there yesterday with my youngest son, Emmett. And I let Emmett, uh, he had a BB gun since he was like five years old. And I just uh, last week let him shoot a 20 gauge um, shotgun. Now, it was a bit much for him, but he did a good job. So anyway, yesterday I was over there and I said, Dad, where's that 410 at? And he goes, I think it's in that closet over there. I went and grabbed it. Now, my dad is, is, is a kind of a pack rat. He never had much growing up, so he keeps everything, everything, everything.
But uh, so I said, well, all right, well, I found the 410 and I showed Emmett and Emmett held it. And dad, oh, he had to cut the stock down on the 410 because when I was nine years old, I couldn't, uh, uh, my arms weren't long enough. And of course he still, for, to this day, reminds me, oh, this dang shotgun's worthless now because I had to cut the stock off from a short arm little punk that couldn't handle it. He's talking about me. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, um, we got it out. Emmett uh, held it. Now, Emmett knows safety. Safety on. You don't point at anybody. And I've, since five years old in his BB gun, he's put his safety glasses on, his, ear his earphones on. He knows he keeps the booger picker off the boom maker until it's time to go. And you never put it on there, even when you're close, when, it's, when you're in the house. But anyway, he held it. And Dad says, why don't you grab some shells and go out there and shoot it a little bit? All right. So Emmett went out and shot, shot him pretty good. And Dad says, why don't you go ahead and take it home? Now, to most people, this isn't a big deal. To my dad, man, he just hangs on to stuff. He cherishes stuff, which is great. So for him to say that, I'm pretty good. And it was his way of saying, why don't you pass it on to your son? That hit my heart, man. Hit my heart hard. But that's a, that's a good thing. So anyway, I circled all over the place. But back to the attitude and effort. I showed you the terrible example. Hiya, yeah, hiya. Yeah. And I said, all right, now, now what I want you to do is, man, I want you to lock in with tiger eyes and lion's voice and attitude and effort. And I want you to get those hands up by your jawline and snap that punch out. And boom, boom. And really load it, let, let it out. Let the dog out. Let it eat. Don't just high on high on. Bang, bang. Hook, hook. Up, up. Boom, boom. And really give it all you got there. And by doing that, man, are you become empowered. You're like, whoa, I didn't think I had that in me. You do. It has to be drug out. There's some days I got to drag it on myself. But not only does that give me the greatest satisfaction as an instructor, as a teacher, as a coach, life coach, to be able to do those things, but I see it in people's eyes when they do things they didn't think they could do, when they overcome those challenges, those hard challenges, and battle through their fears. And something miraculous happens. Something crazy happens. They develop that confidence. And it's not confidence you know, yeah, I mean, people look at me now and like, well, oh, man, you're full of confidence. Confidence is a fragile thing. I mean, yeah, I feel good about myself. I believe in myself. There's days when I doubt myself just like everybody else. Those mental demons jump in the mind there, and they challenge me. They do. I'm a human being. But as a kid, even as a teen, even as a young adult, I didn't have the most confidence. And boy, oh, boy, just like I, started, I said earlier, sharks can smell the blood in the water. And what do sharks do when they smell blood? they attack. What do bullies do when they smell fear? It's like, uh-oh, easy prey. And they attack. They truly do. So that's why I try and do everything I can here at the Academy, everything I can here with these video blogs and uh, the, the, the post and other blogs and my book that's coming out. It's all about empowering people to believe in themselves. You can stand up. Once again, stand up for what is right and protect those in need. Just like the tattoo. Boom. Well, I can turn this way. There you go. Yeah. All about working together as a unit, as a fist. Stand up for the rights of the weak and the innocent and those that can't stand up for themselves. That's, that's character right there. And as I mentioned earlier, you, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. Yeah, it's tough, but it's true. I know that's a right hook, man, right across the jaw and then an uppercut right under the chin or an uppercut to the liver or the spleen. Huh. I'm going to grab a drink real quick here. Yeah, thank you for the break there. All right, so our black belt principles. Let's talk about those for a minute. Black belt principles, and uh, um, yeah, I was honored. Uh, I changed the black belt principles probably six different times before I found the right fit. Now, the first two, 
I guess the bookends I had, uh, humility, that was number one. No doubt about humility. I knew that was going to be the number one. And then perseverance was going to be the last one. I didn't know how many I was going to have, but I knew perseverance was going to be the last one. And the reason those two were the bookends, humility, it all starts and ends with humility. And as Socrates says, all I know is I know nothing. And if the more humble you are, the more open-minded you are, the more willingness you are to seek the truth and to learn, not just to take things at somebody's word. And obviously the news media, <laughs> what can you trust there? But the information's out there, you know, and I've, I've had, uh, I've been openly speaking about uh, the CDC and all these positive tests and, uh, you know, the discrepancies. And there's a couple of labs in Florida that had 100% accuracy, and then a guy got hit on a motorcycle and died, but yet he tested positive for COVID. And it was a COVID death. Uh, that, that's, well, check and find out the truth. Be humble enough and respect yourself enough to learn and find out the truth. But humility is also kicking ego's butt to the curb, meaning all I know is I know nothing. I'm willing to learn from everybody, even the wrong. You know, people that, you know, it's like, I can't learn anything from him. Yes, you can. You can learn what not to do. Don't be like that person. All right? And then, of course, like I mentioned, perseverance was the, the last one. I didn't know how many we're going to have. We've got eight now. But perseverance was the last one, and that was the foundation that held everything up. Why was that so important? Is because every time you fail, every time you get knocked down, every time you get it handed to you, you're going to hit the, 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 the foundation. You're going to hit the turf. You're going to hit the ground. You're going to hit the, the concrete, whatever. You've been knocked down to the ground. You got to have that perseverance to get yourself back up. As Rocky says, get back up one more time, one more round. Yeah, it's that one more time, that one more round that propels you to the next level, that gives you that strength. Yes. Now, here's the thing about um, getting knocked down. I always feel you're working one of two muscles every day. A perseverance muscle, the muscle that you're conditioning about battling through, not giving up one more challenge, one more time, or that give up and quit muscle. Whichever one you work the most is the one that's going to dominate your life. So each time you get back up after you've been knocked down, man, you're going to be stronger. Why? Because you had to fight. You had to scratch, claw, bite, whatever. Fight to get back up. However, each time you lay there, you lay there longer and longer and longer and longer. It gets harder and harder to get back up each and every time. It does. It truly does. And here's the thing I like to uh, give during speeches. Think about anything you leave out in the grass. After a long period of time, what happens? The earth eats it. I mean, think about it. You leave a car outside in the grass. After a certain amount of time, the earth starts eating the tires. And it's like the, it's eating the car, and the car starts stinking in the ground. Now, it'll take